0: This episode of the Chicken Nick podcast is brought to you by our good pals at the Beanery. We are certainly never telling you to blow it up when it comes to going and checking out the Beanery and all that they have to offer. It's getting hot in the mug out there, and when it's hot in the mug, you can get your hot coffee. You can make it iced or frozen. You can get Anna Elsa frozen coffee up in that thing if you need to. Do not snicker at me, chick. okay? <laughs> Don't do it. You get lattes. You can get mochas. You can get cappuccinos, americanos, latte, anything you want. They got food as well. It's all fantastic. It's the Beanery at Seven People Coffee. Did you go Spanish there? I think I did. I love locker. I'm a locker stalker. Calm down. Show here we go the blast from the past blast from the past <laughs> the locker stalkers is good the 12 the 12 talking Steve Youngs is a is is an all-time great but boy did we did we get a lot of mileage out of Gruden whether it's gruden's quarterback camp Gruden during the draft it just there was a time where just John Gruden was the was the it was him and Bo Pelini that just just provided a lot of good stuff for us.
1: Did you see the freezing cold takes thing that they tweeted out before the draft? And it was a good couple minute montage. Oh boy, of John Gruden doing his Johnny Manziel gushing. Okay, it's a
0: big big gusher. I I I miss that, but of course I remember here. He he gushed over every quarterback. That was what was so great about it. But certainly, Johnny Football, he was a huge Johnny Football guy.
1: Here. You want to listen? This Let's was, do it. Uh, I want to hear it. I haven't heard this it. This was 2014. John Gruden. It was him, Mel Kuyper, no, Chris yeah. Berman. Okay, who would have been the other?
0: It's and not Riddick, it
1: looks, is it? No, it might be Ray Lewis. Might
0: be on really? the set. I'm Ray did to, the
1: draft? Good. I, I'm trying to rack my brain on who would have been the... I think Ray Lewis joined them on the set. Uh, I could be wrong on that. But here, just listen. This okay. was 2014. Give it to me, John baby. Gruden thinking every team should draft a specific quarterback.
0: <laughs> I like George Bush <laughs> went to Manziel's pro date. I didn't see the former president at your pro date. Johnny football will bring a buzz to Houston. And that buzz
1: is good. There'll be a lot of excitement. I'll buy two tickets if he goes to John,
0: you can't overdraft. I mean, you would be overdrafting a quarterback. I don't feel like I'm overdrafting. I'd love to see him take Johnny Manziel and put him in the black hole. It just seems like a perfect launching pad for a former Texas A&M QB. But with the Raiders, you never know. I'm anxious to see what the Raiders do with Khalil Mack. I'm still shocked they didn't take a quarterback here, particularly Johnny Manziel. Everybody must know something that I don't. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers need a trigger, a young trigger. Why not, Mel? Why not go two spots ahead of where you have them on your big board? I'm going to continue to fight for Manziel. Again, I wouldn't be surprised if it's a quarterback. I had Manziel going a long time ago. I'm getting tired of saying his name. (laughs) <laughs> and Jerry Jones, okay. he likes.
1: So he keeps stadium. going. You know what we I could do is we could just out check out in throughout and the show. Okay, to see yeah, if, we should to see if, <laughs> we, see if he's still gushing over Manziel. I'm I totally mean, fine. Wow, with that. Wow, that
0: is so. How, I'm trying to remember now. Where? I'm trying to get my Google game right. When did he get drafted? When? When did Johnny Football end up going? He went the 22nd pick. So there was plenty of time for gushers. The NFL Draft is brought to you by Gushers. (laughs) Tell you what, when I want a fruit snack, I don't want a fruit by the foot. I don't want anything else other than a gusher. I don't know why you don't have my number one on your board there, Mel. I think it was like
1: 2011-ish or so when Cam Newton was the number one pick by the Carolina Panthers. We used to like edit and re-edit interviews to make it sound worse than it was. Who was on the other end and what did he say?
0: I have no clue.
1: What do you want Panthers fans to know
0: about you? I have no clue. I made put me on the, on, the, on the spot. Congratulations. Thank you so much. All right. That's what we did. It's amazing. It's, it's just great. It's great. It's what we did. That is absolutely what we did. I did. I laughed pretty hard at your tweet about apparently the little shicklets need to know how the draft works. Your. One of your children thought that Travis Kelsey was going to get picked at some point. Beckett is one
1: of the kids that has fallen off the Buffalo Bills tree, and oh, he's like, look'm I'm, I'm cheering for my own team. I'm a Kansas City Tees fan, and that's what he wants to do. He loves Mahomes and again, this is one of those things where to tie it back to Nebraska, you better get good quick because these kids are born and raised not rooting for that team, right like you need we want to root for a winner, right yes. So Mahomes is capturing that Chiefs, that, that, that fan, oh, yeah. big time. Oh yeah, and here's this kid in North Carolina who's like, I'm a Chiefs fan. It's like, all right, fine. I'm not going to fight it. When Mahomes went down in the Super Bowl with an injury, he started to cry. Like he's, I'm like, oh my gosh, you really are a Chiefs fan. You're all in is on ridiculous. this. Ridiculous. Grow up. And then, <laughs> and then the morning after the first round of the draft, getting him up for school. I said, get up. He gets up. And then, you know, I go shower, come downstairs, meet them at breakfast. And they're asking about the draft. And Beckett says to me, seven years old, seven and a half, gonna be eight in August. And he's very concerned. He's like, Dad, did someone draft Travis Kelsey? Did someone take Travis Kelsey? <laughs> it's, and it's a legitimate like when you think about the NFL draft, you go, Why not? That's what fantasy football is. Right. Fantasy football is redraft leagues. Right. Unless you're doing a dynasty. Maybe he maybe he got confused. I don't think he has a fantasy football team. I don't think so. Maybe he got
0: so. confused. It, it was like a cute, funny story. But then the more I thought about it, like, it's a legitimate question. <laughs> it it's a legitimate question from a seven-year-old who wondered if Travis Kelsey, the potential GOAT tight end, got taken. It's a very, it's just, you know, that's a legit it, question. You know what that is? That's a
1: window into what? college coaches are worried about with their college football teams. They're all redraftable. They're all, you can take anyone you want if you have the right, for the right price.
0: That's it. Right? Cohen Cohen was thinking about college Beckett. football. Yeah. Or Beckett, sorry. Beckett was thinking about college football, not the NFL draft.
1: No. No, he's very concerned. I mean, imagine going to bed. I'm a, I was like, I want to go. How did you get any sleep man? last you night? You thought Travis Kelsey was going to get taken from the Chiefs? It, and why
0: why isn't your first question about Mahomes? Like is Mahomes expendable? Right. Maybe he just I don't, you need to you need to ask some follow up questions. Like did you assume that Mahomes was just the Chiefs took him with their first pick? And then he asked today. This is Sunday. We're recording this. He's like,
1: did the draft who they draft today? I'm like, no, it ended yesterday. Like kids don't understand. Like it's it's a tough thing. Like who did they draft? Who are they draft? Well. it's – College kids, or this and that, and, you know, you can you can draft whoever you want, and just trying to figure out
0: it's why, confusing.
1: how long it takes, and like even Friday night, the kids got excited because it's Friday night. Becky looks at me, goes, "Are we going to be able to stay up for this?" I go, "Yeah, for the most part." He's like, S- and he looks at his older brother, he's like, "Yeah," <laughs> and then within twenty minutes, they're out of there. Like, like this,
0: this is, stinks. This the Left tackle from New Mexico State. You're like,
1: you hate this.
0: I had my first Jordan-LeBron debate with Mava.
1: Oh, gosh. All
0: right. Okay. And it, it, it started, you know, she walked in. You boys watching Braun Braun. I'm like, Mave, check it out. It's LeBron. She still, we had this conversation last year, but she still, oh my God. it amazes her that LeBron James, because she her understanding of LeBron James is Space Jam. So she didn't think LeBron was like a real, she's like, wait, LeBron James is a real basketball player? I'm like, yeah, look at him. He's right there. <laughs> <laughs> and then she goes, is LeBron James the best basketball player ever? And I said, well, I think it's Michael Jordan. And she goes, well, who who won more? I'm like, J- Michael Jordan won more championships. She's like, well, then it's Michael Jordan. I was like, but LeBron scored more points. And she goes, well, then it's LeBron James. And I'm like, look at this. We Even, even with a, my seven-year-old daughter, we're doing the low-hanging fruit Jordan-LeBron debate. I kind of loved it. I kind of hated it. But I love the simplistic child mind. I'm like, well, who who won more championships? Okay, then it's him. Oh, oh More points? Well, then it's him. It's like, well, you just talked yourself into a corner, okay?
1: You're like, all right, baby. All right, baby. <laughs> hey, Break welcome it. back to First Take. Nick Ball with his daughter, Mava Ball, as we uh, go back to one of the topics that really doesn't get discussed a lot here. It's... Who's the better ball player? Who was the better basketball player? Was it LeBron James in his career, or would you take Michael Jordan breaking new ground here on First Take? Mava, <laughs> your thoughts?
0: What so we need to do? We need a first. There we need a goes. kid first take, but might outrate. You know what? All the other debates kids take kids, kids take would be really good. Kids take. I don't know if you need a kid moderator. Maybe you need all kid everything, and. You you present real the real like you take the topics that would be discussed on first take. It's kids take. Right. I, I would lo- I would certainly tune in a few times on that.
1: All right. Your first question here, Timmy. Let's start here, Timmy, then we'll go to Claire. Uh who's to blame for the Sacramento Kings collapse?
0: <laughs> I can just see where it goes. See where it goes. See what they would well. I mean, they, they, would, they would approach it in such a simple way that it would probably be the most accurate way. It would be. And they didn't even stay up.
1: Who won the game? Well, yeah. the Kings the Kings lost to the Warriors. Steph Curry had 50. Well, well yeah. they didn't Steph guard Curry Steph, Steph Curry. 50. Yeah. I don't know why we're blaming anybody then, right? I mean,
0: scored 50 points. <laughs> no, we got to blame people. We got to blame them. someone. We got to blame someone. We just That's do. Right. We just do. Oh, By the That's way, gracious. we missed last week that... I was on a panel. You are on a panel. You were on a panel. I was mad when and we turned off the mics. So we didn't get a chance to talk about your boy up there with. No, no.
1: <laughs> Look, I saw the picture of it. Someone tweeted out. Yeah. You on the uh, on the dais or on a on some sort of stage. stage it like- the
0: stage was at its biggest and the, the no, no was at its brightest. That's what it's all about. <laughs> stage is at its at its biggest, and the brights are at its lightest. That's what it's all about. Great subject verb agreement there. It is good. It is good. Nice. That's another one of cynical skept, skeptim, skepticism. I I was on it. I I have now a mental block with that. I have a mental block with stay safe, and I have a mental block with stage at its biggest, brights are at its lightest. Scott Frost is in this spot no! where everything he says is met with cynical skepticism skept, skepticism uh, from, you know, skepticism. Excuse me. Jeez, I just, like. <laughs> it's worse every time you've I hear had, it. You've
1: had a mini stroke before. That was a big one right That there. I know. That was a big one.
0: My neurologist was like, whoa. <laughs> all right, baby. <laughs> and... And uh, stay safe. Uh, Say uh, a little, stay safe. And in, uh, in, in Lincoln as a Buffalo, my man. Another one. He was driving, like, oh boy. <laughs> it's time for a follow up appointment. Do
1: I need a follow up appointment? Yeah. All right, baby. All right, baby. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, but it was the Nebraska
0: Greats Foundation.
1: Yeah, it looked good up there. Who yeah. was it? Was McDermott up there? Was it, was, it was
0: just me, Coach Rass? Altman, and Jim Rose. Jim Rose was oh, moderating okay. everything. Okay. And. So it was supposed to be Kyle Korver. Kyle Corver now works for the Atlanta Hawks. The Atlanta Hawks win their play-in game. They get into the playoffs. I mean, I, he must have, when they booked it, he was like, what playoffs? What? <laughs> <laughs> How are you talking about playoffs? I don't know. I don't know,
1: I don't know <laughs> if, why Kyle Corver
0: would channel his Jim Mora. The day would be right around uh, the the playoffs for the Hawks. Kyle, do you think that's going to be a problem? Please hold while I transfer you to Jim Mora. Uh, Playoffs? Don't talk about
1: playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So good. That was Kyle. But so, Kyle, at the last second, got pulled away to the NBA playoffs. So, I was a late sub. So Uh late. That Coach Altman wasn't even aware that it was going to be me until like a few hours before the event, but I knew a couple of days earlier. I figured people are going to relay the message. I mean, how dare you not come to everybody? But so my opening joke because There's a lot of Creighton fans in there. I was like, I'm used to disappointing Creighton fans that have gone from Corver to Ball. Everybody's like, Ah-ha! <laughs> <laughs> this guy's—he's a, a funny guy. Nick Barr is a funny guy! You gotta blow it up with the jokes!
1: You're very funny, Jerry. That's what I always tell people. Jerry Seinfeld's a funny guy. <laughs> <laughs> funny guy! <laughs> Jerry
0: Seinfeld's a funny guy! <laughs> 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 That's
1: so true. <sighs> Nick Barr's a funny guy. Say, like, Coach, remember those times where I'd
0: disappoint you? Oh, I don't know, Nick. But I got so many Dane Altman stories. I mean, oh gosh, I uh, I I only could tell a couple. Uh, there's some. There's obviously more that I wanted to tell. I I he. I'll give me. I'll give you an uncensored mega mix of a handful yes. of good Dane Altman stories here. I mean,
1: are these th- are these that were told? No, to-
0: no. These are just the ones day? that have popped into my head. I thought about the time I was a guest on the Doug Gottlieb show a couple of years ago during the NBA playoffs, and I was critical of. I think it was the Cavs or the Celtics defense and my phone rings while I'm doing the radio interview and it's Coach Hoffman. I call him. He's like, bud, I'm driving around and I'm listening to sports talk radio and I hear ball (laughs) criticizing defense. I was like, geez, ball. (laughs) I'm crying, of course. Hilarious. He's calling
1: you during the interview. during the interview.
0: So I mean, you can picture him driving and dug out. like, hey, let's bring on Nick Bat here. Nick, what would you think of Celtics defense? And of course, I was like, you know, they weren't locked in. He's got to be able to, you know, but blah, blah blah blah. And he, you know, he probably hated that, which is great. I loved, <laughs> I loved the fact that he called me once a week for a month leading up to my wedding. He would call and be, like, hey, 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 Nick, how you doing?
1: Wait, you don't need to do the impression.
0: We've we yeah. got it right here. Hey Nick, how you doing? Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, hey coach, it's good. He's like, bud, I'm just calling to see is this wedding still on? Bud, is it still still on? I'm like, yeah, it's. It's still on. He's like, all right, bud. Okay, I'll see you in, see you in a month. Next probably, week. He probably had a Nike cruise he wanted he did. to sure. He had a Nike. Is that right? Can- it was a Cancun Coach's yeah. Nike trip. He, Those are huge. Yes. He missed the first, like, two days. Him and Reeve were going. So he called me every week leading up to my wedding to make sure the wedding was still on. The best, though, was the day after my wedding, I get a call from him at, like, 10 a.m. I'm like, oh, this is going to be a nice coach. he would be like, hey, it was great to see you. Congratulations. He's like, hey, Nick, how you doing? Hey, Nick, how you doing? I'm like, good, Coach. <laughs> had a lot of fun last night. He's like, yeah, bud, but uh, I just wanted to call and tell you, you needed to shave, bud. <laughs> and of course, I started laughing. I'm like, oh, yeah, I know, I know. He's like, no, I'm serious, bud. You needed to shave. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is great. Never change, Coach. He was
1: it's like, is he, he trying
0: me. to be funny? No, he was dead serious. He was like, you needed to shave, bud, It's your wedding. I was like, okay, coach, thank you very much. I, You know, and of course, I saved it. I was like, well, you know, I mean, I my wife likes it, and I'm officially at that point where, like, if she likes it, I'm going to do it. And she was like, oh, oh, okay, bud. So that was great. The best, the story, the story I told was when we were playing, I think it was, it was, It was Evansville or Indiana State. It was one of the conference games. I forget the name of the team. I apologize. No, it wasn't Indiana State. It was Missouri State. I apologize. Hey, Chris. Hey, how you doing? I'm
1: doing well. What do you got?
0: Okay, I was thinking it was uh, Montana, and I was thinking, I want to say it was like Idaho or Idaho State. I forget which one it was. It was one of the non-conference games. I forget the name of the team. I apologize. No, it wasn't Montana, it was Wyoming I apologize. <laughs> but so we we go to we, we go have lunch at Wendy's. <laughs> we go to Wendy's with the team. And Coach was Coach was always kind of psycho about us not eating too much. He's like, Ah, fellas, don't eat yourself out of a ball game now. That was always the line. Right, and right. So he's like, fellas, get it just get a sandwich. No nuggets or anything like that, fellas. Just a sandwich, just no nuggets. All right, fellas. He said, okay, here's five bucks. Go ahead there and do it. And of course, you know, Nick Porter's like, man, I'm getting nuggets. So then Port- Nick Porter gets, gets some nuggets. Breeson into, gets some nuggets. Manny Gaku, like, all of a sudden, multiple people. Are you serious? Are we serious? Are, are going to get you the theory? nuggets? Is he serious? No nuggets? Are you serious? <laughs> no one
1: else gets the Manny Gaku comment. This big, brief? gargantuan man who spoke with a Nigerian lisp.
0: Are you serious? Are you serious, Breeson? <laughs> Coach Hoffman, oh, oh, I don't know, Gaku. <laughs> oh, I don't know, Nick. So he, so all of a sudden, a bunch of guys get nuggets. He's walking through Wendy's with a tray. And he's like, I said no nuggets, fellas. And he's taking stop, nuggets stop. on top people's trays. He it. then went and sat in the corner. He had a tray of like 35 Wendy's nuggets. And he was just like, I said no nuggets, fellas. <laughs> I'm in the corner like, this is incredible. <laughs> he was so mad at us that we took nuggets.
1: Tell you what. <sighs> if the portal days were uh, open back then. Oh, boy. He would have let you had all the nuggets you wanted.
0: That's it. Ah, fellas. Pay paying nuggets. Well, that's, uh, the other thing <laughs> I, I wanted to tell is how I wonder how he does in these NIL, NIL days because I would work the Creighton basketball camp. That was like you'd work from sunup to sundown for a full week, you know, all and. Right. You'd go in and coach would write you a check for like three hundred dollars and every time you'd have to go get a check from him and he'd write him, he'd be like, All right, bah, overpaid. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody. So now when guys are getting, you know, six figures, you know, one point two million overpaid. He's like, Oh, I don't owe Nick. Oh, I don't, owe Nick. Oh, I don't know Nick. <laughs> Very good. No, so it was good. So you missed me great. on a panel. Was like, yeah,
1: it was good. It was a good and, time. and you say all those stories, and still, he's in the running for Le- for Bronny. Somehow. Like, that guy is in the running to coach LeBron James Kidd. Right. Now, it's not going to be – I don't do think it's, it's going to happen. Be USC. Right. But, but he was in the convo. USC. Yeah. Yes. It's Like, neck and neck for a while, or right. at least
0: was right. right there. I know. It's amazing, isn't
1: it? Yeah. They'll announce it soon. It'll be SC, but my goodness, Dana Altman, the best.
0: Just incredible. The best. It was good to see I got one more.
1: uh, Remember when we used to... Remember? Remember? When we we used to just re-edit the draft. And here comes the commissioner. With the first pick in the 2011 NFL Draft, the Carolina Panthers select... Christian Ponder, quarterback, Florida State. Like we would just have the number one pick be something crazy, absurd, absurd. We had Tebow once. We had well, Tebow you,
0: you—that you, was like straight out of your dreams, Doug. <laughs> straight out of your dreams. I'm a big Tebow guy. I don't think it's Tebow time. I just think it's Matt Dreams time.
1: All right, there were two drops that were said there. These are way back. Way back in the One day. One was Adam Carricker, who we had on the show, on the morning show, former Husker. He said, I'm a big Tebow guy.
0: I'm a big Tebow guy.
1: Okay. And then you, Tim, Tim Tebow, this is – I like yours better. This was – he was talking about Tebow time because remember Tebow time was a big thing. It was
0: a huge thing for about for, for a for a, couple, a month-ish. Tebow time was a real thing.
1: Like Lynn Sanity, Tebow time. Yes. Tebow mania.
0: He's the most clutch athlete to ever live for a month in the NFL.
1: And then he would just, he downplayed it. I don't think it's Tebow time. I
0: just think it's Bronco time.
1: I don't think it's Tebow time. I just think it's Bronco time. <laughs>
0: It's got, like, good beat to it. It's almost like that beat of, like, music make you lose control. Music makes you lose control. Here we go. I don't think it's Tebow time. I just think it's Bronco time. Here we go, y'all. Here we go, y'all. Here we go, you I
1: don't think it's Tebow time. I just think it's Bronco time.
0: Oh. No. What's
1: worse, that or let's ride with Russell? We're, we'll see. Let's ride. Let's ride. I'll, let's ride. I don't think it's Tebow time. I just think it's time to ride. I don't think it's Tebow time. I just think it's Bronco time.
0: <laughs> oh, that's good. No, you <laughs> know what I loved? What was the year? Was it the Bengals drafted there was some team that drafted multiple Nebraska players, and you had a fantastic edit that I appreciated greatly. I have to I, I have not been able to find it. Oh, that one hurts me. Um <laughs> You edited it perfect.
1: The, the Washington It was the Redskins. Yeah. It was yeah. the Redskins, formerly known as the yes. Redskins. They drafted Niles Paul,
0: Roy Hillu. There was a, there had to had been a third one.
1: There was another one there. And I edited it so that he said, Roger Goodell said, the Washington Redskins with the whatever pick, the Washington Redskins select Nebraska. <laughs> <laughs> and then they all just cheered and it was... Perfect. It
0: sounded perfect. It sounded real. It was so well done. I I loved
1: it. Oh, uh, I wish I could find that. I'm sure Shane's got it somewhere. Well, we'll Shane's probably it playing
0: you. it on coffee and cream as we speak. That's what he's Again, doing.
1: It's only, and as we said, it's only named that because they enjoy coffee. They do, dog. Now, there was... <laughs> what else do you there... got? Quick time out here from the Chicken Podcast to tell you about our friends at the Beanery. They are our friends. We they like are. to consider Paul a very good friend. In fact, when we did the live show last summer, Paul was there with the Beanery, came up onto the stage, everyone was excited to see him. You know what? You don't need a live event to go see him. Go see him yourself. He's at these coffee shops. He's at the one in Gretna. He's at the one at Papillion. He's at the one in Ashland, 168th and Giles. He's there. Now, he's not all there all at once. You got to get lucky. It's a little Paul roulette you got to play there. See if you get the Paul jackpot. You pull down the lever and see if it goes Paul, Paul, Paul. There, on your right there. Over here on our right with uh, Paul here. But when you do hit the Paul jackpot, and you see him there. Make sure you tell him you listen to the Chick and Nick show. He'll be like, all right, baby.
0: All right, baby. Uh, I think, does Paul live in the coffee truck? I think he lives in the Beanery Coffee Truck. So if you want a coffee truck sent to your place of business, whatever, Paul might be in a sleeping bag in the back of the truck, but he'll get up and he can get some coffee for you. They can craft the hot, iced, and frozen specialty coffee, tea, and fruit smoothies, variety of flavors when they're in the coffee truck. It's easy. Just go to thebeanerycoffee.com. You can book the coffee truck Just Paul might be sleeping inside of it. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) That's right. You
1: are booking what seems to be a homeless man living in a coffee truck to your event. No, he's very, he's not unkempt. He's very well kept. And uh, he will, he will be there for you. Okay. All right. That's a Nick drop that I didn't play, but I'm going to leave it in there. Okay. This is the sound you make when you order something very tasty from Paul and the beatery you take that first sip. like <laughs> <laughs> so to recap it's the beatery serving people a coffee I found this that we that we also uh did Roger Goodell used to he's embraced the villain role like it used to be like they really didn't like him But right. now it's like it's playful we don't like you but they really didn't like him. And I hear you. 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 I agree with you. I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. Alright guys. I hear you. Me too. Okay now, I believe that was when they were going to either lock out or strike, and it was, we want football, yeah. we want football. I hear you. I hear you. Yeah.
0: I hear you. I hear you. I hear, I, hear,
1: I, hear I don't know how many more NFL draft. This is Danny Watkins' laugh.
0: <laughs> 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 okay, that brings back I enjoy that. Memories. That's good. I love We're just going through your NFL draft folder. This is good.
1: This is all we're doing here. I've got the locker stalker. I've got... Prince of Mucamara just getting drafted. Um, did we nail the name? Okay, did they this- nail the
0: name? Did Roger Goodell nail the name?
1: Uh, nah, I'm going to say doubt. see. I think so. Was that the last – that was the last uh, Nebraska Cornhouse to be taken in the first round.
0: Why, why are you bringing up that, Doug? Why are you bringing up old well, stuff like that, Doug?
1: Let's let Roger recap it. With the 19th pick in the 2011 NFL Draft, the New York Giants select Prince
0: of defensive back, Nebraska. Okay. Could have been worse. That yeah, could have been worse. You could, you know, you kinda got your troll on this week, dog. You gotta I mean, what Okay. That All right. What's up with you?
1: Okay, so here's the thing, and I do want to um uh, before to we go it? well we got that, a lot of things to address. That's the elephant in the room. Nebraska volleyball sold out their Memorial Stadium. Uh, match yeah. that they're going to have Nebraska Day, Nebraska Volleyball Day. Like Volleyball Day, in Nebraska is going to be awesome in August. And, you know, the eighty plus thousand it's tickets, going crazy, haven't sold. Which I, thought, I saw the limit; you couldn't buy more than twelve. Like, what, what are people buying for their whole volleyball team? Like, yeah, is that know. what we're trying
0: to do? I don't know what's happening there. I'm not was totally silly. sure.
1: That was dumb, but maybe it was smart because they wanted to make sure they were all sold. So, might as well let those on the secondary market. Hey, have at it.
0: You do you what know? you got
1: to do. I don't know if we're allowed to say scalpers, but that's what they do. Right?
0: That's what they do. That is what, what they, they
1: do. They like to send buy those tickets and sell. So 80-plus thousand were sold. And it's incredible. It is. And then immediately I started thinking. I was like, well, I really want to tweet this. I want to say this because this is the first thing that came to my mind. <laughs> and and then I even went and searched. If someone had to have made this joke. It's such an obvious joke that it's just no one wants to make it. No one locally in the media wants to make it. This sounds like a
0: dark joke. Has Dirk, Dirk made the joke? No. No, Dirk hasn't made the joke. Dirk's well, currently, I have, Dirk's currently retired for the moment. So, Dirk, <laughs> he probably got it in his drafts, but he didn't want to pull the trick.
1: Dirk, Dirk is so far off the reservation now. I saw he tweeted about the traffic between Elkhorn and Gretton. Yeah! Okay? like that's I saw that earlier today. That's where
0: Dirk is. He's not complaining he's about He's mad this- about stoplights and Starbucks <laughs> between Gretton and Elkhorn.
1: Like Dirk Dirk I will write a has- column
0: and post it
1: myself. He's going to get a blog pretty soon.
0: You, you're dang right. And he's going to start complaining about traffic, kids these days. Kids these days. He's treating about the NBA playoffs, traffic. It's all It's all good. I enjoy it all. He's,
1: he's going to start complaining about all the coffee shops that are being opened. <laughs>
0: no. What in the Sam Hill do we need another coffee shop? That's going to be Dirk. Dirk Thanks. and her are currently... <laughs> talking and just complaining to each other it's That's good it. sounds like a comedy dude. dirk and her it's come this fall it's dirk and her here's dorothy on the coffee what in the sam hill do we need another coffee shop
1: and now here's dirk on the traffic hey all right oh. <laughs> so anyway it's pretty good i thought okay, he would so make so the joke it no. was no one had made it No, one it made it. And then I was like, well, now I have to make, I even ran it through our Sirius (sighs) XM folks. I go, guys, do I I have to tweet this? Right? Like, yeah, you probably have to tweet it. And I didn't subscribe to the Herm Edwards thing. Don't hit send. I hit send. And I tweeted the following. I quote tweeted the fact that they had sold it out. Mm -hmm. And I said, fans have been waiting a long time to watch a national championship caliber Husker team play in Memorial Stadium. I thought it was well crafted. I thought it was well done. I understand people. It's one of those things. I knew you could not like it, but you couldn't disagree with it. You couldn't not agree with it. right?
0: Or you couldn't see the like, okay, okay that's not bad. I get it.
1: Like the best was the someone who tweeted the Alonzo morning gif of shaking the head right. and then going, well, yeah, he's yeah, got a boy.
0: I mean, he's that's not bad. That's funny and it's kind of true. <laughs>
1: So I have, there's a 101,000 views on this tweet. Okay. I scroll down and you had a great response. It was on behalf of the state of Nebraska, dot, dot, dot. How dare ye.com. And
0: people liked it. I, again, it's Kerm great. probably says just keep scrolling. I couldn't keep scrolling. I'm like, I gotta I gotta I, I gotta stick up for the state here. Send them to a website. I'll teach him. <laughs> and not just howdareyou.com. dare you.com. How dare ye just It's a to big make difference. It
1: sound very sophisticated. And how dare you You get sent to howdareyou.com. It's way different than howdareyou.com. There were, there were some responses to mine, Jamie. Clever, Matt. No one else would say something so cutting edge funny. <laughs> Uh, Yash tweets, fans will go just so they can clap their hands and shout, go big red three times. Silly as it seems. It's (laughs) spot on. Someone said, we've watched many the last 20 years. It's just been the Huskers opponents. And I want to go. Yeah, that's why I said Nebraska. I I cut that one off at the, at the pass. I said, yes, a Nebraska team. Right. The joke is yes. It's only been the opponents. I get that. Mm Mm-hmm. Ryan says, that's low, Matt. True, but low. Huskin Cobbs says, the fruit couldn't have been hanging any lower. <laughs> and Then Husker and Jamel said, wow, brah, not even a smiley face? Nick Ball, time to banish this dude. Because I didn't include an emoji of like, hey, just kidding. No, Matt, you, you got to make your, you know. Red you know. Arson, Trev, Trev is not so proud of you. You also will not be receiving a black shirt. <laughs> That was good, but let's be honest, and I'll put this on Twitter Don't on the it. poll. Don't do it. Is the Nebraska volleyball team the best Nebraska team to play in Memorial Stadium in the last 20 years?
0: I'd like to plead the fifth on that, please.
1: <laughs> Don't even want to answer the question. <laughs> They're pleading the Fifth Amendment. That exercise by Fifth Amendment
0: c- rights, Your Honor. The Bill of Rights. <laughs> I don't want to answer that question. That 0-9 team was tight, dog. It was tight.
1: It's pretty good. Not complete, but pretty good. But anyway, it's going to be a fun volleyball day.
0: Well, it, it's gonna be a fun it is going to be good. Day. It's going to be nuts.
1: How about, are you going to do another emergency pod for A.J. Allen? Like, Do you have to do an emergency pod every time there's a I transfer portal? I
0: should do that. Just emergency you, pod. That would
1: be so funny because I saw the one you did for Casey Thompson. Yes. I actually listened to that. I was on on the road. I listened to it. It was good. I was like, because I th- did. I I didn't break the news, but did I break it to you
0: with the text? You did. We, you and I were because I had just seen it. Yeah, we were texting. We about were having, something else. We were we were having textual relations. <laughs> we were and it got we interrupted. Casey Thompson walked in on us having textual relations. <laughs> we were talking about something. <laughs> I don't know, what were we talking about? We are talking about um, other things. And it's uh, and 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 in the middle of like, the lake, by the way, Casey's business. in the we're portal. We were talking about the radio business. Yeah, we are talking so about we're the radio business
1: and the local radio business and certain things. And we're going back and forth. <laughs> and then as we're talking about, you know, our past and 1620 yeah. back in the day,
0: I just said Casey Thompson in the portal, BTW. And I immediately was like, I I might as well work for the fire department. And I went and I slid down the podcast (laughs) pole. You know
1: what? You know what you tweeted? You texted back. Whoa, with seven exclamation points. You channeled your inner Tom Osborne. I did. This is what it would sound like if Tom Osborne was on the... Textual relationship side with us. I thought, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> but then you did the emergency pod as soon as I our textual d- relations were
0: done. What did you... Did you find day. yourself getting your Kyle Delea on as you were listening to us? Or were you... Were you disagreeing? I mean, we didn't have any hot takes or anything yeah. like that, necessarily. I mean, I think it's pretty straightforward, probably. Yeah. I gotta assume... It was a very, very boring podcast. You're <laughs> <laughs> Once again... So- <laughs> How many times I got to send you to haddairy.com? Hey, I send you out. to haddairy.com one more time. You're out. You better blow <laughs> it up with these jokes. His third five points bank three-pointer. Ball stripped away. Farabella's got it. And slow it up.
1: No, you you had theories,
0: all of which are plausible. I don't I'm know. I'm just throwing stuff at the wall here.
1: Yes. I mean, that's all you can do. You'll probably never hear the, the real story about everything. It's one of those things, honestly, when it happened, I thought, well, of course he's going to transfer, but why didn't this happen sooner type of thing? Like if it was going to happen, it would have happened much sooner. And maybe he was waiting for the spring to play out just to get a vibe for, okay, is this what's being said? You know, I'm not going to quit. I'm going to stick through it. I've got an NIL deal. Like you guys surmise, like there's an NIL deal probably he has with Nebraska, which I like how you guys put it, which probably stipulates you must be on the team. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, Bo was like, I and wonder again, how that works. I'm like, I'm pretty sure there's probably a clause in it where you have to be on the Nebraska football team to get the <laughs> NIL
1: money You have to be on the Nebraska. roster to get a student-athlete NIL deal. You have to be a student-athlete to get the student-athlete deal. Oh. And so I was I was thinking about that. The phrase should be pay to stay. It's not pay to play. It's pay to stay, right? I like that. That's all it is. I like yeah, that not care a lot. if you play or not. Yeah, you just got to stay. You just got to stay. You want to get paid, you got to stay. You got stay stay. You yeah, got stay stay. Say
0: stay, say stay, say, stay, say stay safe and stay if you want to get paid. <laughs> in Lincoln, my man. And uh say stay say uh, uh, say little say stay safe in uh in, in Lincoln as a buffalo, my man.
1: But unfortunately, cl- <laughs> unfortunately Mr. Casey Thompson did not say I love it. I love it.
0: yeah
1: so, <laughs> So here's what I wondered though, because I try to get in my head of a get in the head of a very of a younger generation. How old's Casey Thompson? He's like you know, 24, 20, I think. 24.
0: I mean, twenty three, twenty four, 23, 24. Yeah, guys,
1: you know, He's gonna be on his third school. I mean,
0: That's right. Yeah, I would because so yeah. I was we were asking if you know because Bo posed the question of can he transfer again? and would have to sit out, and then we were wondering that, but I was like, okay, maybe it's because his coach. Got fired. But then Michael Severe texts me, and he said, "Did she get to get a bucket seat? Did she go to Hubicalls? Is she get a bucket seat?" I was like, "Michael, why would you text me that?" Why would he? Yeah, yeah. Did she get naked in the bucket seats? Did she go to Hubicalls and get naked in the bucket seat? Michael Tyson said, I think Casey's a grad transfer. That's why he can leave. Yeah. And once you, once you graduate, it's like you can do whatever you want. That's what I wonder. Like, can you, can you take <laughs> – Casey's really breaking new ground. Is he the first grad transfer to transfer twice and play the grad transfer card for both times? That's pretty good. I don't know. But, yeah. it. Uh, I mean, I'm a little uncomfortable about it, but I think – I think it's pretty straightforward. He wanted he wanted the guarantee, didn't get the guarantee, so he's hitting the portal. I I'm looking he, here; it says KETV spoke with him, but not. I don't think they got him
1: um, on camera or on audio or anything. But they have a graphic here which states the reasons, uh, or or I guess maybe sheds some light on it. it. Says he talked with Matt Rule and OC Marcus Satterfield during the exit interview this week. They wanted Thompson to stay and compete for the starting job. He was open to competing, but wants to see what other options are available. Coaches agreed he should, but want him to stay in Lincoln. Ooh. So there's some of that oh. thing about, you know, want to compete, but just last go around, maybe. So there's some there's some stuff there. So do you um, read
0: into that that like the door's not completely shut?
1: It it's only shut if the coach encouraged you to go into the portal. Yeah, right. You know, if if they want you to stay, it's not shut. You know, I'm just exploring. We've seen guys going to the portal and, you know, quarterback in in Miami, Miami going to the portal, coming up, right? So it's happened before. But, you know, if I'm Casey Thompson and I was trying to get into his head, you know what just happened right before the news came out about him a couple days prior? Was Tyler Buckner transferring from Notre Dame to Alabama? Tyler Buckner was not going to start. He had no shot, but he was not going to start because Sam Hartman transferred into Notre Dame. But he's a young guy who could compete and you know hang on there a little bit longer. But here's a guy who's not going to start where he is, and he's going to Alabama. And if you're Casey Thompson, you're going, why am I wasting my time at Nebraska when there's no given that I'm going to start when I could go compete for a starting job at a school like or something fill in the blank, if he can go to Alabama and compete for that job, right, then why can't I go to fill in the blank and compete for that job and get maybe more of a fair shake than I or at least maybe play for a better program? I don't know for my last go round. I don't know. But that that kind of struck me a little bit of like well, you look and you see what else is going on, and you're like that's, I'm not saying that's why he did no, it. I I'm not saying it factored in at all. But as I'm watching, I go, yeah, it kind of makes sense when you see what's going on around So
0: here. that that kind of is along the same lines of what I threw at Bo at the end of my pod where it was like we needed to just wrap it up. But we kept on talking of the thought of Dylan Riolà, the whole notion of like Dylan will come to Nebraska but he ain't, he's coming to be the guaranteed starter at Nebraska. He's gonna. He's willing to go compete at Georgia or USC or Ohio State. He's not coming to Nebraska. I wouldn't think, and this, I'm not meaning for it to be mean about Nebraska, but it's just kind of the reality of the deal. And I think what you're saying, the spirit of it, is could apply to Casey, where he's like, listen, if I'm going to compete for the starting spot, I'm going to go do it at. A top fifteen, top ten team. That's right, and not here. Or right. it's either that, or I. I. This is. I'm 24 years old. I am not going to spend my last season standing on the sidelines. Period. I'm going somewhere where they are guaranteeing me the spot. So it's what like I could see both of those thoughts yeah. being in his head. We're like, if I'm going to compete, I'm going to go somewhere that's a big time program, that's a top ten team in the moment to compete. Or you. I'm going to start somewhere. Period. And and when you're him, you go from having the inside track
1: to being an outsider, right? Overnight, yes. He's he's an outsider. He's the, he's not their guy. No. So and they he- have no allegiance to him. They have no loyalty to him. They don't owe him anything. They're nope. starting from a. All jobs are open. Well, yeah, it is because they have no. They've essentially someone held up the neuralizer from Men in Black to their eyes. They haven't seen anything,
0: right? Start from square one. Not to always, you know, I mean, to... Try to spin it positive for Matt Rule, but I think this is a little bit of, of, of a window into Matt Rule being honest with the player too, of being like Matt Rule could have he could have told Casey what he wanted to hear, and I'm I'm gonna use the word trap. I don't that's probably a harsh way to put it, and kind of trap Casey there because I guarantee you, Matt Rule, as it says in that KETV piece, like those guys, him and Satterfield, would feel much better if Casey Thompson's on the roster next year than not. And so, but I think he was he kept it real with him and said, I can't guarantee anything you're gonna compete. And he he looked elsewhere, but kind of crazy. It's not good. No. It's not good for Nebraska. No, 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 Uh, no. no, no.
1: At all. And I'll say this I've said this to you before. I hope Jeff Sims does really well. I hope he is a guy that has a lot of athletic ability. I remember when he was, uh, Florida State was in on him, and he signed with Georgia Tech. I'm like, wow, what a big coup. And it's not like he was surrounded with great talent. I mean, that Jeff Collins thing went up in flames. But I was with a bunch of ESPN folks and other people who they were texting with when it was announced that Matt Rule had signed uh, Jeff Sims. And all I will say is everyone was confused as to why Matt Rule Took Jeff Sims it has nothing to do with talent. It's about can he lead a football team? Right? Does he have the chest to lead? And so I will say Matt Rule is seeing things that those who covered Jeff Sims, at least in recruiting or in other a- avenues, did not. Which does not mean that he's wrong and they're right. It just means go go out and prove it. Maybe Jeff Sims has changed. Maybe it was more about his circumstance at Georgia Tech than it is here. And if any coach and coaching staff can bring the best out of a guy, my guess would be it's Matt Rule and this coaching staff. And I hope that's the case because the eggs are in that basket. if If that door eventually does close with Casey Thompson.
0: The other thing too is Matt Rule throughout this entire process of the second Jeff Sims was in the equation and signed Anytime Matt Rule was asked about the quarterback situation, he would always say, well, I think Jeff Sims is an NFL quarterback. And then with Casey, again, we said, you know, Gruden's a gusher. Matt Rule's willing yeah, sure. to gush over players publicly, and he never really gushed over Casey publicly. And I, I that always kind of struck me.
1: I mean, it was because he's genuine because he doesn't know him. Yeah. Yeah. That, maybe that's another genuine thing about. Him. I don't he's know like, the guy. Listen, I haven't really seen him that. play, but right. he had heard and got recommended this Jeff Sims guy, and had followed him a little bit, being a Jeff Collins uh, right. recommendation. Watched right. some tape. hadn't seen much of Casey. I don't know, but yeah, you're right. No matter what, it was. Uh, he's an NFL quarterback. Wow, that's a like, okay. That's well, a big statement to
0: make, right? If, if you think. If you're deciding between two quarterbacks, and there's one that you think is going to be an NFL quarterback, and you don't necessarily think about the other, I think that's maybe a window in who you want to start a quarterback, right?
1: If Casey Thompson is wondering where I should play, and he hears that his competitor is being referred to as an NFL quarterback, there's your answer to the test.
0: Good. That's probably not good. You but know what? I'm going to see that portal over here. let see that real quick portal. before we yeah. we wrap this thing up here. What? Give me your take on you know. Prime, Prime kind of was getting some some arrows sent his way throughout the week. What's your what? He's getting a lot of arrows. Getting, getting some, a lot of arrows. A lot sent of Twitter arrows.
1: Way. And I understand it. Mm-hmm. So do I. I understand because it's a lot of players. Yep, it's a lot of players being show, shown the door. Maybe some of it's mutual. Maybe some of it's. Uh, he said it was going to happen.
0: Right. Yeah. Right. He, I think what, we have yeah, the audio to prove he, it. He, right. And and the athletic the feet, the piece in the athletic didn't paint him in the best light. You know, with some of the anecdotes from various players that were cut and all that, but you're, you're right. Though he he said it from the jump that was in the drop-off tournament. I mean, he literally it was the first thing he said to the team. Y'all better hit that portal. We got a few positions already taken care of because I'm bringing my luggage with me, and it's Louis. Okay, <laughs> it ain't gonna be no more of a mess that these wonderful fans, the student body, and some of your parents have put up with for probably two decades
1: now. Uh, he told you yeah. he, was, he, he was done with it. He was getting his Louis. And to go back to the Matt Rule thing, like maybe you don't want, you don't want that scar tissue or anyone associated with what's been going on at Nebraska with all these close losses and not making right. bowl games. Let's start with a completely clean slate. Give me a completely clean slate with my signal caller, my guy. And with Colorado, it's one and eleven. I don't want anyone associated with one and eleven in this right. locker room. but okay. the the
0: other point I made was it is interesting that Dion is simply doing what a lot of players are doing. That Dion is utilizing the portal in a in an attempt to improve his situation, which is what a lot of these players are doing, and so that it's. It, in some ways, it's maybe a little hypocritical to it's – It's okay, so it's understandable for one person to do it, but it's not for the other. And I have – now, do I think Dion and coaches should maybe be above that? I do. I think I'm making the – I'm just making the the point for food for thought. But I, I, a part of me enjoyed the week from Colorado because I think it provided a little bit of a mirror up to everything for everybody. Like, oh, oh, you don't you, – this is one of the byproducts. We all we all want player power, player empowerment, uh, the door open, freedom. You can go do your thing. Well, this is one of the. This could be one of the consequences and ramifications of it.
1: I was filling in with uh, Bobby Carpenter on College Sports Radio on SiriusXM last. This would have been Thursday, and we talked about this because we had Adam Rittenberg on. We were talking about it, and then afterwards, we just traded back and forth our thoughts on it, but and I said something similar in that we describe college football now with free agency and NIL and transfer portal as the wild, wild west. And it is. So let's keep that analogy up in the wild, wild west. They had those saloons and the saloons had those swinging doors. Those doors swing both ways. And that's what the transfer portal is in the wild, wild west. The door swings both ways. And like you said, the players wanted the power, want more power. A lot of folks in the media wanted them to have the power to leave whenever they wanted to and not have to sit out a year, like be like every other student. Well, they can, but there are two sides to that door and the way that it swings. And the coaches now get to be a little more overt and aggressive and obvious with what they were already doing. Now it's easier for them to do what they were already doing and do it in mass numbers. It was always massaging the roster encouraging kids to leave bill Callahan did that with Frank Solich's guys right encouraging massage now it's a deep tissue massage now you really feel it now it's oh that hurts now you're going to be sore like they're showing them the door like hey it's easy you don't have to sit out of here and you won't play here so it's it's really easy for you and for me Mm -hmm. now you can stay you're not going to play so what are your options so now instead of gosh, I don't want to, if he hits the port, like, I'm going to block him. Well, he's got to sit out a year. This is going to make us look bad. Now it's making it really easy to flip this overnight and not have a lot of hurt feelings. The hurt feelings come from the, well, I got nowhere to go now. And that's the problem is it's not like every, all these schools are looking for a bunch of scholarship players. No, only a fraction of those who enter the portal actually find a home. For sure. That's the unfortunate thing about it. But You wanted this. This is what people wanted with player empowerment, whether it's in society or off the field, in sports, in politics. You're not allowed to tell kids no anymore. So whatever you want to do, it's fine. And that's what's happening here in the portal. You want to go, that's fine. But there's a catch. And the catch is I can also use the portal to my advantage. That's what Dion's doing. That's, that is, that's what he's that doing. And it doesn't feel comfortable because it's different. It's you know different, what? NIL yeah. didn't feel comfortable either because it's different,
0: but right. we'll get used to right. it. Right. No, I think, again, it's one of those things, multiple things can be true at once. Like, I thought, I think everything that's kind of happened with Dion's a bad look, but I'm also viewing it through the prism of how things used to be. And I also, th- this, I don't even know if I believe what I'm saying, but I think I do. Like, probably a lot of media members that are criticizing Dion were the same media members crying for player power and for you should give these kids the opportunity to transfer and leave right away. It's like, it's the, how is this different? Like, you cried. You you pushed for this. That's right. And now all of a sudden, you know, the, the shoe's hey, on the I other want, foot. or whatever. I want the it's, late curfew, and I want the use of the
1: car, and I want this. I want to be able to eat out of the fridge when I want. Well, you know what? You can do that. Once you move out, right? You, you can do whatever you want. Go ahead. No, go ahead. You know what? I'll help. I'll help pay. I'll help pay the move. You go, do that. Well, wait a second. That hurts.
0: Yeah, I know it does. See, but it's part of the system. It's just it's part it of was, the system. It's, a, it's It was fascinating this week to to observe that though. You and know, now here's the thing though. It needs to start
1: showing really positive signs this year for Dion. That's the thing about this portal. You used to get like a year or two or three to kind of like, let's see how the slow is. Is there some steady improvement when you flip it over this much? If you don't show improvement, like not just wins and losses, but how you're playing and getting blown out, that can really be used in negative recruiting big time. Like you want to go play for Dion. Look what he just did. Cast those kids aside. And this team's winning three games, four games. So what? And they're getting blown out by USC and Utah. What's that about? Right. the pressure's on Dion. It, right
0: it you can, I mean, Definitely. you can negative recruit that and be like, listen, he Dion it doesn't care about you. He cares about him. And the That's second right. you are of no use to him, he will do what he did to 50 other players. That's like right. if I'm another, if I'm That's right. recruiting Matt Chick and he's deciding between Colorado and Nebraska or whatever, I'm saying that. I'm going to say the second hey, listen, he you can go play for him. He cares about Dion. He doesn't care about you. So this you better That you, would be the job. That you, would be the negative recruit. You better win the job or he will send you out packing. Is my speaking of
1: packing, is my luggage good enough for Dion? Right? Is my Right Are you Do more, I have this? Right. Uh, I don't know. You know? I, and and I did like the video that he posted where he's out there on the uh, at the stadium and he's saying, I had recruits here and I showed them this. And I wonder how many coaches were out there who coached a coward going. You think he's the only coach that's ever used the mountains to recruit? Like, we've all been doing this. Did he
0: just just notice this? Why didn't we think of the mountains? God. (laughs) That was one idea from an intern, and we shot it down. Show him the mountains.
1: I kept staring out my office window going, gosh, that's beautiful. I wish I'd used it in
0: recruiting. (laughs) And the other thing, too, with with Dion is, like, when – when you when you show the reason why if you if you're the reason why you arrived at a place isn't in alignment with everybody else for the collective group if you know what hits the fan those people likely won't fight through stuff the same way so that's the other part of Dion's tough schedule is if they're probably going to take some L's and I just wonder how. Tight knit that group is with each other. That bond probably isn't there. And the bond for the school at large may not even be there. So I just They've been I- kind of dropped in almost like a transfer
1: coach. You're a mercenary. Yes. You're dropped in and you're here. Let's fix it. You're a business turnaround guy. And as soon as it's turnaround, you're out of there. I don't know. Maybe that's maybe that's the case. But you're right. Ben Hartsock, my buddy in Sirius XM, and he always—he's very anti-portal, very anti-nil. But one of the reasons why is he's so pro-team. Yeah. He's like this tears at the fabric of it team. It does. It takes years to build chemistry in the locker room and pulling everyone pulling in the same direction and winning for your brother to your left and your brother to your right. And when you don't have that, and things get a little rough around the edges, then where do you turn? You turn straight ahead to the portal, right? Or you just get yeah, out
0: of here. I'm telling you, those he's things I don't right.
1: think those. And I didn't play at a very high level, right? So I don't, I don't know that, but I buy that big time. I and those of us who cover sports, and you were in the locker rooms. You get, you know, thirty transfers instead of thirty guys who've been there three or four years. Why do we talk about mid majors playing so well and knocking off big boys in the NCAA tournament? Right. Because they have the chemistry and they've been there forever. It
0: matters it matters to genuinely love and have chemistry with your teammates, and it matters to have genuine love for the school that you go to, the program that you are a part of. And I just wonder how what that's gonna be like if with Colorado. Colorado's a
1: 21 point underdog to TCU. Quick time out here from the Chicken Nick podcast to tell you about Go Currency. Does your business need easy, competitive financing for trucks or equipment? Currency is here to help. Currency specializes in finding the best
0: available rates and terms for construction equipment, farm machinery, trucks, and trailers. In fact, customers can get loans for up to $500,000 with little or no money down and terms up to 72 months. Currency can also help if you're getting serious about buying a new or used motorhome, fifth wheel, or utility vehicle. All you got to do, just fill out an application and the currency finance team will get to work finding a lender with the most competitive options. It's quick, secure, and free to use. Currency is equipment financing
1: made simple. Visit GoCurrency.com for details. Offers may vary and arranged by Express Tech Financing, LLC, DBA, currency pursuant to CFL license. Got to play on words here. We have a pun. Someone sent this to us again. When you're a broadcaster, you have to use a pun, a play on words. Whether you're the greatest like Kevin Coogler or you're a schlub like me, you're going to do it. <laughs> This guy was calling the Toronto Maple Leafs the overtime win over the Tampa Bay Lightning and said this.
0: Behind the net, coming out in front, jump John, John Tavares. They finally caught lightning in a bottle. Okay, two thumbs up, Siskel and Ebert. Love it a lot. Also, before we go,
1: we do have some polls we got to get to. It's been a long pod. It's been it's been good though. Every once in a while we we'll get a long. Yeah, needy why,
0: pod. we have gone. We're over an out. What are we doing? What happened here?
1: I don't know. This one's going to be published on Wednesday. <laughs> um big congratulations yeah, we, to we, Alyssa Harrington.
0: I was going to make sure we get that in.
1: Okay, good. Go ahead. Mrs. Ne- Mrs. Nebraska uh she won it against uh and the first runner up was also a friend of ours and a former colleague of mine, Brandy Peterson. Brandy's great. Love Brandy, who is uh, awesome. Yep. So, yeah, like two, you know, friend of the sh- two friends of the show, two friends of us, you know, kind of Competing right. against each other. and We they were like Dale Curry
0: everyone's... with Seth and Steph going at it. You know what I'm saying? Is that an accurate portrayal of what this was? Completely inaccurate.
1: <laughs> but they competed. And uh, Alyssa Harrington is Mrs. How Nebraska. About How about that? She was that? crowned as a champ. Saw some of the pictures. Just right. very uh, lovely women competing and, and going to... This is bad. I didn't know until like a year ago or six months ago there was Mrs. Nebraska, Mrs. this, Mrs. that. Like, I didn't know. I I, I didn't
0: know either. But the other thing with her, so, so not only is she a winner, she won it. She also tweeted, yep, I just promoted the chicken and Nick show pod during Mrs. Nebraska pageant when asked by a sports guy what pods I listened to.
1: So how okay. about that?
0: We, where's this audio? Where's I don't is this? know. We just Yes, Alyssa, are you just making this up or not? This is a tweet from her. Are you making it up? you making it up? You need to slow it up, but you're making it up. And slow it up.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, but shout out to Wilson. We Willis do want to hear that. that you know? Did did we help her win? Like, was there some voting? Like, oh, chicken nick. All right, let's get it. I, I, I'm I don't gonna, know.
0: I don't know. How much do we, how much should we take credit for this? I don't know.
1: We'll put. <laughs> Might we have been a reason that she won? I don't
0: know. Might that topic be revisited? I don't know.
1: No, we're not going to take any credit for no, this. We're uh, she, was, uh, Collins. she was great. Nope. Alyssa Harrington, star is born. Uh, there she is. She was uh, Miss uh, Grand Island, Yep, I believe, and uh, now Mrs. Uh, Nebraska. So congratulations there. And uh, Joe Scanlon. Uncle Joe was there. How he was so proud. Uncle Joe Scanlon with the Trev Alberts uh, line there. And we do have some... Uh, Audio, one of the tough questions that Alyssa was asked is, can you give us another phrase when a guy misses a shot in basketball since so you listen to sports broadcasts and sports pods? And she said, nothing but rim. And she won right after the that. the crowd so so like, ooh.
0: Yeah.
1: Very good. Fantastic. <laughs> Congratulations to Alyssa. Uh, quickly to the polls here. We haven't done the poll results in a while, so we'll just do a few of these, okay? okay. It's been a long one here. I'll, t- I'll put that on the poll. Do you like longer pods? I mean, we went long. This is how we long. You know what I'm saying? Nope. Is there anything more pandering to the Husker fan base than handing off to the fullback and handing the football to Frank Solich? 79% said no. Nothing more pandering. Okay, that's good. Has the show ruined Trev Alberts for you?
0: You know, it's a really good question, and I've thought a lot about that. I've been asked that a couple times.
1: 51% said no. Oh, my
0: gosh. Coin flip. Wow. Come on. I love it. you, Trev. We, I cha 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 We locked eyes. We're forever together. I hmm. love Trev. Is
1: baby letting it loose a little bit? That was like one innocent line you said in the show pod yep. last week. And we turned it into a question. 88% said yes. Did Frank Solich tailgate? 78% said yes. Yep. Should the Husker Radio Network pick up the Michael Severe recap? Eighty-nine percent said yes. And as Michael points out, shouldn't the choices be no or yee? It's not just our yes. mistake. Yeah, that's our bad. Would you buy would you buy a business book written by Tom Osborne called Major League Cold Calls? Major League Cold Calls. Seventy five percent said yes. <laughs> Did Nick Boss zig Ryan Nemhart all the way to the Zags? 95% oh. said yes.
0: Guys, jerk stores.
1: R2 wants <laughs> a three. What's, no! going on, baby? Oh, what's going on, baby? What's going on, baby? You did it. You did it. Who used the word baby better in a public setting? Nick Barr, Frank Solich.
0: 50-50, baby. 50-50. Wow. I'm honored to be just, I'm honored to tie and share the podium, each with a gold medal, me and Frank. All right, baby.
1: All right.
0: What's going on, baby?
1: Should Matt Rule have allowed the fullback to Jack Hoffman the opening carry? 80% said yes. See, it's a missed opportunity is what that's called. If Nebraska loses to Minnesota and Colorado, should Matt Rule remind fans that he handed off to the fullback yeah. and handed the football to Frank Solich in the spring game? That's a great question. 91% said yes. That was our most responded to question.
0: Of uh, all of now, them. that really picture him at, the, at a, like a lo- Like He just lost at the podium. Yeah, He's like, yeah, we just need to get, get off the Boulder. field on third door. He's in it's Boulder. In Boulder in closet, you know, he's just like. To- And we we just couldn't get off the field on third down. But I just want to say this real quick with with everybody out there that's upset. I I have to remind everybody, in April, you guys do remember that I ran a fullback dive to honor Frank Solich, and not only honored him, went and took the football and handed it to Frank Solich. So let's just keep that in mind. Next question. Sip. Go ahead. I think everybody would be like, you know, he's got a point. He's got a point.
1: A sip would be like, well, Matt, I understand that, but I think you only had like 10 carries for 2.478 yards. Yeah, he's only a sophomore. I mean, he's yeah. a sophomore who made 44 catches, I think, for 747 yards. <laughs> good guess. Good guess, Sip. Just, has anyone been more committed to anything in the world than John was to the Fairbury bit? 69% said no that's good fairberry and the chicken Nick show over the tunnel walk 65% said yes there we go there we go that's it for the polls that's it uh, for the pod oh no Uh we just got this from mustache Adam
0: oh
1: no right as we're finishing recording I got to throw this in here what happened here we go it's from mustache Adam it's a tweet and it says better late than never hashtag Fairbury, hashtag deep breath. It looks like I'm guessing it's him and his son. I could be wrong on all of this, but he's got a cut of a Fairbury hot dog. The boy does. The boy can't be older than two, maybe three at the most. And he's going to do. All right. We're going to end the show with this. Let's do it. It's a boy at the table doing the Fairbury read. We have not heard this yet. Here we go.
0: Nothing goes better with Husker football than Fairberry!
1: What do you say? Shick and Nick! Shick and Nick Show! Here we go! I'm not
0: happy about that.
1: Shit and Nick! Yeah! Shick and Nick! Yeah! Shick and Nick Show! Yeah! Here we go! Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. Yes. Said no nuggets, fellas. I hear you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> A hood at media production.